morning and welcome to The Abnormal Christian. I am Brad Mason. I am here with my wife, Natasha Mason. Hi, everyone. There she is, once again, my lovely wife, to the left of me. Um, we're glad to be back. We're, we hope that you're enjoying the podcast you're listening to. We hope it's raw and real. Um, we really want it to come through in such a way that it's not uh, it's not a overproduced um, show. It's not, you know, I think there's, a, uh, I would be the sound engineer and, you know, we do all the stuff ourselves. So um, it really it's just, uh, just us. And we hope that you're enjoying listening. We see a lot of people are listening this month uh, across the United States, a few around the world. We want to thank you for uh, giving us the time and opportunity just to talk with you and to have some conversation. Hopefully, you're hearing some things that you've never heard before or you're um, looking at some viewpoints a little bit differently. I don't expect everyone to agree with us at all. I, you know, Honestly, you, when you go in to do these type of things, you have to know that um, people are probably not going to agree 50%, right? So maybe a 50% chance. Uh, one of the previous episodes, I had mentioned that if you're yelling at the you know, whatever you're listening to us on and you're going, no, 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 then great. You're doing, I've done the right thing. I'm trying to get you engaged. So we really want you to, um, to check out the things we talk about, look, search the scriptures, look things up, uh, really get into, uh, the word of God and find out why you believe what you believe. That's the most important thing for us. Um, we had, uh, some good opportunity with friends over the, the past weekend to sit and talk about the Lord. And we probably talked for two hours, would you say? Yeah, thereabouts. Okay, so about two hours, we sat and we just talked about the Lord and His goodness and the things that are going on in the world around us, and um, it's really encouraging, you know, when you run in and you run across people who have a desire to know more about God, and it's not just this external desire that I want to see God move, because I think there's a lot of that in the world. There's a lot of people who want to see the miracles of God, they want to see the power of God, they want to see, um, you know, speaking in tongues and faith healing and whatever it is. There's all these different uh, manifestations of the Spirit that people are looking for. And then there you have another group of people um, who are intently expressed on wanting to know the word of God, because the Bible itself is, um, is the very thing that gives us life is the very thing that gives us truth and hope. And, and all those things are found in the word of God. It's, it's fantastic to have the Holy spirit in us. And we believe that. Uh, but at the same time, you cannot ever, uh, under underestimate the importance of the word of God. So looking at the Word of God this week, we're going to kind of go into, um, probably talk a little bit about angels and demons. Nobody really likes to talk about demons. Everybody wants to talk about <clears throat> angels. Um, so one of the few things in life that um, can be really interesting, especially from a biblical perspective, is angels and demons. Um, do you currently think that there are angels and demons around us in the world today? I would say yes. Great exponent. I like how you, you expounded on that and you gave me just a yes. So, no, I, I would agree with you. Um, so, uh, given your answer, do you think that um, some of the things that go on in the world are probably spiritually influenced, but they're accredited to something other than spiritual influence? Well, I think it makes people uncomfortable to uh, entertain that, that thought. Absolutely. Um, because it, it intrinsically, it has an a component of not being in control. Right. And that just makes people nervous. Well, I think, okay, so I agree with you on that. I think it, uh, on one side, I think on the side of angels and God and goodness and heaven, people have no issues with that. When they think of a you guardian know, angel, right? Grandma passed away and she can see me from wherever she is or whatever it is. She's watching over She's me. watching over me. You know, the Bible says we have a great cloud of witnesses. And so people assume that your, your loved ones who have passed on and went to be with the Lord are able to see what's going on in this life. I don't know if that's true or not. 
I, you know, there's times I've done some really dumb things and I hope nobody's, I know God's watching, but I don't need my grandpa seeing some of the dumb things I've done in my life. Right. Um, so, I mean, you know, whether if they're, if they're watching and they're witnessing, then there's nothing we can do about that. Um, but I do, I, I agree with you. I think, uh, the pot, but now on the other side of it, let's, we'll go in a different direction there. But on one side of it, I think everybody's happy to talk about all the good things, um, that they can gain from spiritual being spiritual. I don't think it's necessarily having a relationship with God. There's a lot of people in the world who think they're spiritual. So they believe there's good energy and there's good angels and there's right. So then the only time people really get into the dark stuff is when it comes to entertainment. Because if you look at Hollywood, we're coming up on um, Halloween, right? Everybody in the secular world is going to celebrate Halloween. And the movie theaters and the television. And well, I mean, there's a whole genre yeah, of it's, movies it's, it's, based it's on. It's horror related. It's, and I think probably the scariest movies are those that are, have a hint of religious belief in right. them. Right, yeah. Like the exorcist and... Things you know where they're casting out demons and yada yada yada. Yeah, and and I think that I think it plays on the fears that people have that that they want to that they believe these things are out there, but they don't want to they don't want to talk about it, they don't want to face it because it's scary, right? So there's there's this idea, and we know this from the Bible. So one thing about the podcast, I'll tell you right offhand, is everything that we believe comes from the Word of God, comes from the Bible. I don't I don't get into the Gnostic texts. I don't get into um, I don't look at the um, book of, uh, I forget some of the other books that were left out of the Bible. I don't look at them as scripture. I look at the, the 66 books that we have is the scripture, is the word of God. So that's where we, we get our ideas from. This is where we find our foundation. So if it says that there are angels in this book, then I'm going to believe that there's angels in the book. Right? I mean, that's simple. Well, if you believe, you can't just pick and choose what you believe. No. Or don't you kind of have to believe what's in there. So if it says there's demons in there, I really don't have any recourse other than to believe there's demons. There's not good, you know, there's there's these demonic forces and, and really fallen angels. And um, so where does all that come from, right? So angels we know were created beings. They were created by God. Um, they are many different angels that have many different functions. Some are praising and some are ministering and some are, uh, there's just so many different angels in the scriptures um, that they have. And we weren't actually told, I don't believe, all of the actual positions that are in the angelic host. We don't, you know, we don't know what all those positions are. We do know that they, uh, the scripture says that they rejoice in the presence of God when somebody's saved. Um, we do know that there are angels that are in heaven with God today. We know there are those who were thrown out of heaven. There was a battle in heaven between Satan. He said, I would set myself above God. I'll set my throne above the stars. Um, and so he tried to take over that position. Um, so him and the angels that he convinced to, uh, sin against God were cast out of heaven. They were thrown down to earth. Um, the interesting thing is, is I don't know when that occurred. Um, scripture doesn't give us an exact time, um, of when that happened. Some believe that it happened before Genesis chapter one, um, simply because Adam and Eve were in the garden and Satan came to them. So he had apparently been on the earth while they he e had to predate, right? Either he was thrown in, he was thrown down while they were in the garden or he was thrown down before they were in the garden. So there's some real, um, some mystery there, which is really interesting. Uh, but we know the scripture says he roams the earth uh, like a roaring lion, seeking whom he can devour. And he's he's doing nothing but trying to destroy the relationship that believers have with God. Um, and so we know that's his goal. And I think that's that is his. Hmm, I think that is his goal, and that is the goal of those that are with him. If you put it that way. Um, 
So in this life, the question, the real question is, we see, okay, so we 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 can list a couple times. We saw Job saw some angels. We we know there's different. Uh, Abraham saw some angels. We know that um, Jacob saw some angels. We know that there was an angel at the tomb when Jesus was uh, resurrected. We know there was a heavenly host of angels singing, "Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward all men." Right, Luke two fourteen. Luke 2.14, I just about said four. Um, but we know that those, these are different things that have happened. Um, and we know there were angels that were present and showed themselves. So there, there's a couple different questions that I think we, because the scripture says, no, you're not to entertain angels unaware, right? And it's talking about, I don't know, I don't, do uh, angels take a physical form? Do we see that in the Bible? That's a good question off top. Have, do we see that in the Bible? I mean, it says like they transform themselves into into a human or yes. Um, and so I would say yes because in the scripture it says a couple times I think Lot was helped out by an angel. Um, there's a couple times where it talks about these uh, angels taking the form of men and they were you know um, they were there. Um, and so uh, it's it's this uh, this idea in the Bible that they had the ability to cross between the um, spiritual realm and the physical realm because I think there's two different I think there's two realms when you look in the scripture there's what happens in the spiritual realm God is a spirit those that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth is what the scripture says um, and then there's the physical realm where the son of God came from the spiritual realm to the physical realm and became flesh and dwelt among us. So he crossed that divide. Well, I would think if he could do it, he would probably. Right. And and so we, again, there there's the opportunity. And and maybe in some cases, like the heavenly host uh, that were praising God and saying they were in the, in the sky singing, made they, they were visible, right? So they were still in their spiritual form, but they were visible. Um, or maybe they took a heavenly, uh, a human form. I don't know. So it's really interesting. I think you get into it. So a lot, again, going back to what we're kind of, talking about is that i think people um were kind of scared of the dark side i mean you put it that way which is well the, i guess when it all bolt because i feel like we're going kind of in a circle and sure. we're not really talking about what we're trying to talk about is how much of an influence does angelic beings have as opposed to demonic beings right. i mean are they battling around us and we're not really aware of that and, uh, well you know the scripture says no you're not you wrestle uh, i'm sorry it talks about uh, we're not struggling, we're not fighting with the physical, we're not fighting with each other. We're wrestling with these spiritual forces that we can't see. It's and I think if you could, um, I I wrote a book uh, last year, and in the book the uh, one of the characters is able to put on a pair of glasses and actually see the the spiritual realm, the world around it. And I honestly, me personally, I honestly think if you could see the spiritual things that were going on around us, it would terrify us. I think if you could go to the shopping mall and you could walk through the mall and you could visibly see the demons that are hanging on to people or the spiritual influences that are there trying to encourage people to do the wrong thing. Or if we could see the angelic beings that are around us. You know, the scripture says God gives his angels in Psalms 92. Uh, he's given his angels charge over us. So if we could see these beings around us, I really think... Even even the angels themselves might terrify us. Because in a lot of situations you see in the scripture where people saw the angel, it was a good angel, and they were they fall down on their feet, they fall down on their knees because they're afraid they're going to die. Um, so I think that, that idea of, um, it's this real, in the, in the godly sense, there's this real holiness that, that you, you can't, I can't be around this as, you know, I'm just a human, what am I doing here? So, um, But when it comes to this world, do, do those things influence? I honestly think they do. Um, I, I think we, and people are going to take this any which way they want to take it. I think a lot of our, um, physical illnesses, um, could be spiritually influenced. 
I think there's a lot of mental disorders that could be spiritually influenced. Now, I'm not saying every uh, every disorder out there is a is a demon or you know I'm not saying that. But there there are it's either real or it's not, right? It's either happening or it's not. If it happened in the Word of God and it happened when Jesus was alive, you're telling me that these beings just suddenly disappeared and they're not doing anything. They're just sitting on the sidelines, right? Chilling. And I don't believe that. So probably, ah, man. Now here's an interesting thing. Um, so if there's angels who are working for our good, then there could be uh, demons or um, bad angels who are working to um, destroy our lives because that's what the scripture says the devil's trying to do. He's trying to steal, kill, and destroy. It's not inconvenience you. It's not uh, make your life a little more difficult. He's trying to destroy your very life. He's trying to take that from you because if you're a believer and you have that relationship with God, that's an offense to him that, that God would love someone who is a human being. And it, it, he just, that's his whole goal. He, he wants that position. He wants that authority and he wants to separate that. So in a lot of times in our lives, I feel like the spiritual, and, and we don't see all this stuff. That's the hard part, right? So we can't see the spiritual realm. So we don't know what is our own stupid fault. The dumb things we do, we make bad decisions and we, we reap the consequences. And we don't know what is a spiritual influence. Um, we don't know when these things come and go. And that's, that's the hard part. Um, I have known people in my life who have wanted to assign every bad thing possible to the devil or to a demon or, or something like that. You know, I mean, it's like they make a bad choice and it's like, well, that's the devil right there. And it's like, eh, but nobody told you to do that. You know, so we have to own some of our own faults um, because God has given us uh, the ability to know that, that to do right and wrong. We should know that. Um, so we can't always blame. I mean, ultimately all sin rests on the devil's shoulders because he lied and he tricked, uh, he convinced them um, to eat of the fruit. So, I mean, ultimately it does lie on his shoulders, but um, the sin that we do, a lot of sin that we do, and the dumb decisions and choices we make fall back on us. We've done these things ourselves. Um, now, the, the real question, the broader sense, if we, we talked about the book of Revelation, there's a lot of angelic and demonic forces that you see things occurring there. There's talking. It talks about the legions, the angels that are under um, the Euphrates River that are held for a time that are going to be loosed and they're going to go wreak havoc around the world. So that's going to happen. Um, and we know they're there. Um, it talks about the pit where they're kept. Um, and it talks about them being let out with well, the scripture. Interestingly enough, um, when you talk about hell, the Bible says that hell itself was created for the devil and his angels. It is one of the places that God was going to cast them for their transgression, their sin against God. That's where they're going to wind up. Um, and it's somewhere along the way, man inherited that as well. And that's, that's the resting place of that's where we go. Um, and some of the, the more current versions of Bible translations that have been put out, those verses in the, at the end of Luke have been left out because they say, well, that's, you know, it's not in some of the texts, so we're not going to add it. But, um, but the, the place of hell is real because that's what God made for the devil and his angels. And people don't, we don't argue whether that's real or not. There's some people who argue whether it's uh, real for people who reject uh, Jesus. So. Anyway, we know these things are out there. And the question is, um, how much do they influence our lives? And have you ever seen one? That's another question I want to ask you. Because uh, we don't think we've ever asked. I've never asked you that. Have you ever, do you think you've ever been in the presence of or seen an angel? Yes. You, what, you ought to tell the story because I, I haven't heard this. Are you sure I've not told you this I story? I don't know. <clears throat> so, I was probably mm, eight or nine, somewhere in there. And... Me and this girl used to have to walk down the road to get onto the school bus. And it was quite a long road. And we used to have to wait at this um, little old convenience store 
for the bus to come. Well, sometimes on the weekends we would go up there just to hang out anyway <clears throat> and get candy and such. Um, but where this store is located, it's kind of in the bend of a curve, so you can't really see too far down the road. Right. And we would run back and forth across the road to this old house that was across the street. And, you know, because kids are, you know, we like to do stuff. So we, and we would race and we would look and think that, okay, there's no cars coming. So we would race to see who could get across the street fast enough or first. And so she was kind of on my left and she, she saw the car that was coming from the left. Obviously, I guess I did not because I was running full speed and it literally felt like someone took me by the shoulders and grabbed me and sat me down. And, like, the car, like, I stopped, like, right at the edge of the road, and the car was, like, right in front of me and took off. Hmm. And I said, I said, did you grab me? And she said no, because she was, kind of, I guess, far enough away to where right. she couldn't have really gotten both my shoulders. Right. Because it literally was like someone just grabs you from behind, like they're giving you a back massage and just, and just sat me down. down. Yeah. <laughs> and I, could, could that have been what it was? I, I, think I don't so. have any other explanation. No, I, for it. I don't think. I think so too. I think that I, if we live in this spiritual world and we believe in a God that we can't see, and He is a spirit, and we know that um, the Holy Spirit is a spirit that dwells in us, if these things are spiritual, um, then why would we doubt that there are spiritual things around? Especially if He says He's going to give them charge over us. Um, there's a lot of times I know people uh, when they pray, they pray that God would put this. Um, uh, the Bible doesn't really say. It does, I think, in Job, but it talks about this hedge that people want put around them of protection. You know, they pray for that, that God set up a hedge, put these angels out there to protect us from these spiritual forces. And I think the scriptures make it clear that those things are active in the world. And we have yet, I think we're going to see more, um, I think we're going to see more, and this is going to be over the next, I don't know how long, but we're going to see more miracles. I think we're going to see, in the future, we're going to see more miracles. We might even get to see somebody raised from the dead. I think some of these things are going to be national news. I honestly think in the future, um, I think there are going to be a lot of demonic influence and, and powers that come along with this stuff. Um, if you believe in, in the anti-Messiah and the false prophet, those two, um, according to the book of Revelation and, and the book of Daniel, have immense power, and they're able to do some crazy things. Um, and so I, there's this spiritual influence again that is going to be manifest in the physical world. Um, but I think the discernment is is the key, is knowing what we're dealing with. Um, so a long time ago, I was in Texas, and I was visiting some folks there, and I was outside. It was probably like 930 at night. It was at an apartment complex, and I was outside, and I was praying. And I was praying for my brother specifically, uh, but I was also praying about some other things in my life that I was trying to make decisions on. And, um, there was nobody out there and it was, you know, I, the stars were out. It was really nice. And, uh, I remember I was praying and I got up and I turned around to walk away and I was walking across this parking lot and there was nobody in the parking lot, but me. And halfway through the parking lot, this man steps up beside of me and he, this is ridiculous. I know it's going to sound ridiculous, but <laughs> this really happened. So I'm walking in this parking lot and this man walks up beside of me and he's in a white suit from head to toe. And it's a black guy and he's, and he, and I don't know where he came from. And he looks at me and, and I have no conversation with this guy. And he looks right at me and he says, God is good, isn't he? And I just like looked at him and I was like, yeah. And so I turned, I turned to the right to go back down the stairway and I turn around and he's gone. And I have no clue where this guy came from. And so, and it kind of, um, Mm, this is the bad thing is this is I let that encourage me to follow into um, a line of thinking of things that I wanted in my life 
which led to problems, right? So uh, again, this, this discernment aspect of, is this thing a, a good thing or is this thing a bad thing? Is this, you know, and when it comes to stuff like that, honestly, I, I should have known better than to uh, put any weight into that at all. But it was really kind of like, whoa, this is kind of like a, a spiritual moment of something well, that's know, come out of nowhere. I think people want, want to think that God's trying to tell me something. Well, yeah, people we're send all... send me a sign. We're, right. We're, we're looking for but signs. you got to be careful who... Absolutely. Is that, is that a sign coming from God or Absolutely. is that coming, you know, um, it, from somewhere else? Yeah, because it, it, it definitely, I took that as, and, and it could have been, it could have been a positive thing to say that God is good all the time because I was praying for my brother and, and the Lord maybe was trying to say, I'm going to answer that, I'm dealing with that, whatever. It, this guy came and, and let, I mean, he was there and he was gone and I have no clue. I'm sure I'll figure it out when I get to heaven, if it was an angel or if it was just some guy walking around at 930 at night in a all white, I mean, he had white shoes, a white suit. It was crazy. Um, so, I mean, I've seen that. Uh, I remember, uh, I've told the story before when we were kids, we were at the um, Navajo Indian Reservation and there was a lady there who was possessed by demons and people could say what they want. This stuff happens. Um, and she was throwing deacons around like they were just, I mean, big guys and she was chucking them around like they were nothing. And she was screaming and hollering and, and it, you know, it took a lot of prayer to get that to calm down and stop. Um, there in the scripture, it says when they come to stand before Christ, they're going to say, didn't we cast out demons in your name? Which is interesting because he's going to say, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. So even people who don't know Yeshua, who haven't had a relationship with the son of God, who are not saved and born again, are able to cast out demons in the name of Jesus because his name holds that much authority. It holds so much authority that even a lost person is able to cast a demon out. That's pr that's pretty awesome that the, the name, the very name of God has that much authority. Um, so in that instance, he's showing, yeah, there's, you know, there are people who can do these things. Uh, we're able to do these things. I think a lot of the, uh, most of the exorcisms that we hear these days comes from the Catholic church, mm -hmm. um, from those guys and they're still going out and they're still doing them rarely. But, um, so they're out there and they're, they're doing that. But I mean, the spiritual influence is out there. Um, and I think we have to take care. Um, we have to t really protect our minds. Um, I'm a, I, I think we're, uh, sometimes you'll, you'll have a thought or something come into your head that's something you normally wouldn't think, or, um, it could, I don't know. Um, but I definitely think there are these spiritual influences out there that are seeking to destroy what's going on around us. And the good thing is where sin does aground, the grace of God does much more abound. So while we have this world, um, that is being led, I honestly feel like the world itself is being led by, um, the wrong kind of influences, the wrong kind of spiritual forces. This is, this is Babylon. This is Egypt that we're living in. Um, and it's a very dangerous thing. And people, you know, you always heard when you were a kid, people played with the Ouija board and they were all these, uh, different, you always heard stories about weird things happening because people were trying to mess with some kind of spiritual influence that they shouldn't be. Um, I think Saul, King Saul did that. And he had tried to call, I think it was Samuel. He went to a witch in the Bible in the Old Testament. He goes to a witch and he tries to call back Samuel because he wants to ask him a question. And it's, he was told, you can't do that. Well, you, you know, this is something you shouldn't be trying to do. You shouldn't be trying to contact the dead. Um, because they're, that's, that's a no, no, right? So even in the world we live in today, there's TV shows with women and men who claim to talk to the dead folks. And I think they're speaking to demons, uh, who are familiar with these people. And I, you know, um, it's, it's a real weird situation. You just have to be aware of. And I think we, we put our hope and trust in God and he has sealed us with the Holy spirit, right? We have the Holy spirit dwelling in us. Um, so I, I really feel like, um, 
we have to keep those things in mind that the world when we look at it we're not you know you always feel like maybe you're wrestling with your friends and your family and maybe you're wrestling with your job or you're wrestling with your boss and you're wrestling with your situation maybe it's not your situation you're wrestling with maybe it's not those other people you're fighting with maybe it's that spiritual influence that's in the way and so when we pray maybe it it, it would help us if we remembered maybe i should pray in a way that says lord help me bind these things lord help help uh you know curtail these things in the spiritual realm to keep me focused in this world because i know there's a lot of people even when it comes to sharing the gospel there's been a lot of people that uh sometimes you don't feel like you want to talk to and you have to remind yourself you know oh man that guy i really don't like him but you have to remember he's lost and undone and he's without the son of god so you know we always have to come back to that that's that's really what all this is about anyway so if you have your own story, that'd be interesting. If, you, if you'd like to share it with us, uh, I would read some of them on the podcast because I really would be curious as to what other people have run into. Instances, I know there are... Um there's different um, uh, there's different testimonies on YouTube. You can watch videos. There's a lot of people who say a lot of different things, and I don't. I'm not saying all of it's true or any of it's true, um, but it does. Uh, it is a very interesting subject because it's it's a biblical thing that they're there, um, and would they will they're going to make themselves unknown again when Christ returns. He's coming with all of his hosts. It's 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 going to be seen once again. Um, so it's just a good interesting topic, and we thought you might enjoy just kind of listening to it a little bit with us. Um, if you want to check us out on Facebook, that would be great. Hit us up on Facebook or Instagram. Um, you can email us at theabnormalchristian at gmail.com. Uh, is there any other places? Twitter. Oh, yes. Check us out on Twitter. Uh, I also, and I don't like to hawk stuff, but I'll throw it out there if you're interested. I do have a CD on um, Apple, uh, Amazon, anywhere you get your music distribution. You can look up Brad Mason. Um, what was the name of it? Um yeah, I, I don't remember myself. <laughs> I put it out last November, and I haven't really done a whole lot with it since. I, I played some shows this year. Um, but you can look up Brad Mason, and um, I don't even remember. But I, I'm on there somewhere. Um, I've also got uh, two books on Amazon if you'd like to go on there, and one is called When Cedar Falls. And Which is a lot about what yeah, we just talked spiritual about. spiritual warfare. It's fiction, but it's spiritual warfare. It's just something cool I was writing. Um, and then I have one about the Holy Spirit called The Fire Inside. You can look those two up. If you want to support the podcast, that's probably the best way to do it. We're not asking. We're not going to ask ever for money. and don't need your money. The Lord blesses us, and uh, we want to be a blessing to you. We hope that everyone is doing very well. Um, we're praying for the folks around the world who are struggling. Saw some folks today, I believe it was Albania, who were drug out of their church by the police and beaten because they were having church service. So this stuff is happening, and you need to be aware of it. If you'd like to support uh, Global Ministry, go to opendoorsusa.com. You can give money there to uh, help get Bibles into countries around the world where the gospel is not uh, readily accessible. We really support that. I want you to try and help us out with that. Um, the idea is to share the gospel with the whole world so that uh, they may know that Jesus is our Savior. We thank you, and we hope you enjoy the podcast, and we will catch you next time. See ya.